What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I am Thomas Dopeziola, whatever you want to call me. I am here with Marty O'Neill, Drastic Graphics. Guys, this is the Dope as Usual podcast. We're here to talk about life, drugs, problems, accomplishments, and everything in between. Today, I have a fucking episode that I'm very excited because I want to answer some of your guys' questions and who better. All right, I Marty's been talking about this person for a very long time, telling me all about him. So today we have Spencer Snack Bundles of Dankmark, Canada. Yes, sir. Thank and you for THC by. Canada. THC as well. Canada. Yes, sir. So, um, for everyone that doesn't know what's going on, how do you explain what you do? How like do if you, somebody asks you in the elevator, what do you do for a living? What, what do, you do I do for a living, man? I sell the dankest snacks and weed, man. <laughs> in Canada. In Canada. Yeah, man. And I love what I do. Okay, so before we get too into it, I just wanted to let everybody know what you're getting into, all right? This is the weed episode. We don't do these often, so I'm excited. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So um, where are you from? Where are you uh, born and raised? I was born and raised in Vancouver, Canada. Oh, uh, the whole, your whole life? My whole life. I moved to New York when I was uh, when I was like 17, 18. Stayed there for a couple of years, then back to Vancouver. Me, man, I love Vancouver. I think it's the best city in the world. I, dude... Me, I don't know if you know this about America. Most Americans are ignorant. We got, we are touching. We're neighbors. I just thought it was all white people in Canada. I got to be honest. I thought it was all Rangers fucking with the hats. That's all we ever see on TV. Like no, Canadians, man. bro. And South Park, like, bro, what else do I have ever seen? There's no Canadian movies, bro. Yeah, no, we ain't living like that, man. <laughs> so what's it like? We're living Canada? good out in Canada, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a major blessing to be out in Canada, man. We're, uh, you know, the water's clean. The air is good, man. Everyone's ha- everyone's nice. It's a blessing. The weed is real good. You know, it's a great place to be. So for Canada, out here in L.A., obviously, it's the OGs. What is the most sought after thing out there? I mean, you own a weed store. So what do you see the most? Is it the same? Like, what What do you mean? What do you see people going after the most? Like, in the Bay, it's all cookies and gelatos. And right runs. now, it's the, it's definitely the exotics. Oh, like okay. the super, the hype. Yeah, the super hype exotics. Fritters and shit. You know, the cannabis in the cannabis game, there's everything goes in waves. You know, like when BHO first started, it was BHO. And then, you know, it was um, distillate. Then it was like CBD isolate. Then it was diamonds for a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was like live rosin. Now it is live rosin right now. I would say it's like the two biggest things right now are live rosin and super hype um, hybrids. I'm me personally, I'm an old school gas kind of guy. Yeah. Exactly. I like the. Bubba Kush, the OG Kush, you know what I'm saying? Those are like, you know, Rockstar, Pink Kush, like the old school strains that come from BC. Those are my favorite strains still to this day. I'm a gas man. Yeah, same out here. So in LA, this is the home of OG. I feel this is the the, the gassiest of gas comes out of here, man. I, I don't know how. It's like these old school Mexican fools are just pumping it out. I would say the two best gases in the world are from LA and Vancouver. What's we're like California and Vancouver. Yeah, like, we're all on the side. Can't forget about San yeah. Fran. They, they have real good weed out there. Yeah. The, know, um, Oakland, the Bay. I feel like the lower, okay, it's like Humboldt. It comes down to like, all the exotic packs are in the Bay, and then OGs make their way up. So the middle, where I'm from, from Merced, is the dead center of California. It sucks, but there's hella weed. So that's because the fire is coming from both ways. You know what I mean? Everybody's taking the trips, taking all their packs down. Hell yeah, man. Everyone in Cali's blessed with the weed out here, man. Truly. Um, so you grew up in Vancouver. What is that? What is that like for, for me? I don't even know about Canada. What the fuck do you guys do? What do we do, man? Because you got to remember, like, we're mad ignorant out here. Americans know about America. 
Because are you guys watching fucking football and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah? We watch football. We watch NBA. We watch hockey. Dude, we, yeah, need, we, we need more Canadian shit out here. Honestly, man, <laughs> it's so similar to LA. Like, Vancouver is so similar to LA. It's like, it's crazy. Like, it's like a mini LA. It's super, it's way smaller. Not, not in size, but just like the lifestyle and the way people live, you know, like smoking good, um, eating healthy, like nice restaurants, all that. Like, it's pretty similar. You take the trip, man. Hell yeah, man. You definitely got to come to Vancouver. It's a great place to be, man. The weed is super dank. You'd Fuck enjoy yeah. it out there. So you born and raised out there? How's school and shit out there? Were you, question, were you trapping and shit as a kid? Was I trapping and shit as a kid? As a kid, um, no, actually. I was playing ball when I was younger. I was but, crazy into basketball. That's what took ended up taking me to New York. But I ended up smoking weed when I moved to New York. For the first and, time? Yeah. And from that day, I never looked back. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. It's been like 11 years now. I haven't taken a taken a break of weed, man. Damn, it took both us off the court. Goddamn. Straight up. Same thing with Marty. <laughs> it's the same Bro, exact thing. I was like, I was so like into basketball that I just stayed away from it, you know? That my first day I moved to New York, all my teammates were smoking weed. And like people were already like, yo, this Canadian guy, they were already giving me a hard time, you know? So everyone, the whole team was smoking. I didn't want to. I don't want to be that guy who's not smoking. I'm like, like, yo, do you smoke? I'm like, yeah, I smoke. Give me that thing, you know. I just smoke, man. Were you? Three, were you playing? Three months basketball? later, I was kicked off the basketball team. Oh, like, wow, four God, months man. later, I was kicked out of school. You know what I mean? Yep, like, God damn. weed really changed my life, man. I was like, it forced you to change. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this basketball shit. I'm gonna sell weed better than all you guys. You know, and uh, the mentality. That's yeah, where we man. differed. I was like, I'm gonna smoke the shittiest weed I get my hands on. <laughs> oh, yeah, we changed my life, man. Straight up from from the time I first smoked it, like I just went all in on it. Like it just became my life. Really? You know? Yeah. So 17, 18, you smoke your weed, you get fucking, you fall in love with everybody's friend that we all hang out with every day. So when did you start selling weed? When did I start selling weed, man? Shit. Started selling weed, man. When I was younger and like, I don't like to go into it too deep just because, you know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I just Get, be as vague as you no, want. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was selling weed since I was a youngster, man. Since, since I went to New York, man. And you know, it, like, and I'll be honest, I was never uh, any big time guy or anything, you know, it was just a, a super small time thing, but you know that just doing it small time, I was, uh, I was blessed and I was eventually able to build it up real slow and over time and, turn it into something legendary, you know? So I'm just really grateful. I definitely started from the very bottom of this weed shit. You know, like when I first started, man, I called like a hundred people to for my first half pound to borrow the money. You oh, know? wow. I was calling like all my friends that I knew, like family, like anyone I knew. I'm like, yo, I need to borrow 1,200 bucks. Everyone said no, except one guy. <laughs> God bless that guy. He's a friend, good friend of mine still, but he lent it to me and... Like, literally, everything that I got came from that half pound. You know, mm. I flipped that thing so many times to the point, like, I turned that into what it is today, you know? Damn. without That's my way of, like, talking about it without really getting into too much detail, yeah. you know? Because I'm really blessed in the life that I'm living now on the legal side of things. And, like, I just want to stay on those side mm. of things, you know? It's a, it's a blessing, man. For sure. I started off, man, only smoking the shake that was left over from the half pound. So you can make more you know? money. Yeah. Like I was so cheap with it, you know? So like to take it to where it is now, like I'm still, ask these guys, man, like sometimes, 
some days I still don't even believe this shit is real. Like, I just pull up to work. People are, like, sending me all these gifts to try to smoke and, like, different flavors. I'm like, man, is this even real life? Like, I remember smoking the leftover shakes in the bong, you know, putting Gatorade in the bong because the weed tasted so good. Oh, like, Gatorade and ice, you know, like, <laughs> oh, those shit. days. I never, like, I'm just, I never tried that. I'm just super grateful, man. That's cool, man. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I started off selling weed uh, at lunch, one random day. That's really. Well, I smoke. Let me hit that. That's how it happened. You sell? Yeah, and that's how it all started for me. Actually, just that's a long time ago, but that's fucking awesome. For oh, everything yeah, started from that twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy how things worked out. Did your family support you throughout all this, or were they against you? No, um, that's actually the reason I started smoking or like smoking weed and like getting into the weed business was uh, I actually got kicked out for smoking weed. Like, man, when I when I came back from New York and I was smoking, my mom was so, like, upset about it. She put, like, she wanted me to go to, like, this drug class. When I went, it was, like, people smoking crack and shit, you know, and I was the only mm. guy in there for weed. And I, took, I came back and my mom, like, there's no way I can do this shit, man. Like, people next to me are smoking crack and shit. Like, I don't think weed is what you should, what you should be coming to this class yeah, for. Yeah, but something for some weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, some you should have seen these guys, man. Like, I was like 19, 18. I'm like, man, I don't want to be around these guys. These like 45-year-old yes, addicts. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yo, if you don't like, if you don't uh, go to the class and stop smoking weed and shit, she's like, you know, like you have to live somewhere else. And Oh, shit. Yeah. And it yeah. was crazy, man. I was like 19. Uh, 18, like just turned 19, so still going to school, still doing yeah. So, you know, moving weed out wasn't illegal in Canada, though, right? It, it was, was, it was very illegal. Oh, okay. And like moving out, weed is what saved me, man. Like, saved me, and like weed is what like I owe everything to, you know. Even though like I'm doing the snack shit now, and I don't really talk about the weed shit anymore, just mm. because fucking Instagram like senses it so much. And yeah. I don't want to lose my page just because my page does uh, a lot of good things for my business. So I stopped really talking about the weed shit. You already lost the one page, right? It was up to like, yeah. it had a high amount of followers sure. and I just was looking for that shit. So yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, but weed is definitely like, you know, I owe, every, I owe everything to it for sure. Same here. I love hearing that, man. Everything oh, yeah. I've ever done is from that 10 sec. Started everything I've ever done. It's fucking crazy to think about. It. Like you said, sometimes I wake up, is this shit fucking real? Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I love that, dude. So you started uh, doing your thing. How did you get into the legal aspect of this? How did I get into the legal aspect? Um, just by taking it, taking the long road on all these endeavors, you know, like shutting down. Like when the when it first happened, we had to shut down and like close for like a year, paying rent while paying rent. You know what I'm saying? And going through all all that paperwork and all that stuff. So it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commitment and uh, financials. And just like patience to get through it and to make that cross. But, you know, that was always something that was the dream of mine was to be on the legal side of the weed thing. You know, I think it's way better. I love paying taxes on it. You know, even though I make, you know, even though you make less, it's just a blessing to pay be taxes on it, it and like do everything by the book. I like doing everything by the book and it's cool. So I just want to keep stay on this wave, you know. I feel like you use your bank card a lot. Hell yeah. Same here. I'm like, nah, I want to, I, I told you the other day, I love paying taxes because uh -huh. I know too. I can go to sleep oh, yeah. going, I ain't going to fucking jail. <laughs> Bro, I still trip out using my bank card. It's a trip. Like, it's a having new, it? It's a new thing for me, you know, having a bank card and shit. Like, I still trip out using it, but it's a blessing. I love it. 
Yeah, I, I, I love, but how many, how much more taxes you want? I'll fucking cough it up. That's how I feel every day, man. Straight up, man. Yeah, I just caught up on all my shit finally. I feel like an adult now. So I'm trying to like. Yeah, man, pay your taxes, man. Yeah, that's the number one thing to take away from this. Pay your fucking taxes, whether you're trapping it out or not. Straight up. I, I always <laughs> like to pay them even just a little bit more than what they want. Just like a just little bit case. extra. You know, so yeah. yo, take that. You know? Go to dinner. <laughs> I wonder how different it is in Canada. Like, I, I'm interested shit, in those. Man. Yeah. Same shit. There's a lot of taxes. If you own your own business here, it's rough, man. We both own multiple businesses, and you end up giving fucking half the money you make away, basically. That's fine. I'm fine with that. We don't have health insurance, too. As long as everybody else has to. Like, is everybody else paying it? All right, fuck it. I'll pay it. (laughs) I do live... I I drive on the roads. Now, hold on. I got to ask you. Were you playing college basketball in New York? Because if we were playing against each other... Where'd you play? I played at Damon College and Madai College in Buffalo, D2. Word, yo. I played in a university in Albany, so like mm. two hours out. Mm-hmm. And um, in what years? Um, in two thousand and eight. Oh, okay. I'm I'm a little bit older than you. I was oh four, oh five. Word, yo. But to be honest, man, I won't I won't even cap. Like I didn't even really get to play because like I got yeah. kicked off this team so quick because mm. you you had to keep your grades to a certain level to be eligible to play. You yeah. know. And like as soon as I started smoking weed, like I stopped going to all my classes. You know, I was just like smoking weed all day, like doing my thing with it, you know? So that's what happened. Sorry. It just, it, the second I started smoking weed, I, I was a 4.0 student for two years straight, straight A's. I hit the weed. I got my first B. Mm-hmm. I started smoking that of little pipes and, you know, little bomb. Was that you two making little fucking makeshift shit? Oh yeah, man. I've been through everything in the weed game, man. I, you know, you got your gravity bong, you got your, um, Hot knives, you got your Oh, that's one I never pipes, wanted to do. Yeah, your bongs. I've tried it all, man. Like I've literally gone through every stage. Like you know that stage when you the only time you can smoke is like if you have four homies and everyone goes five bucks each. Of course. You know, like I come from those days, so like you know, you've literally been through it all. You t- at one point you tried everything to make the week that twenty bag last as long as possible. Mm. You know? Yeah. Zero it. Hold it until it For comes sure. back. Playing baseball and shit. That, yeah. That was fun though. All the homies used to do that. Like, yo, you're wasting the smoke, man. Keep it in. Yep. Keep it in. Or put it in your shirts when you breathe it yeah. out. <sighs> Damn, I forgot about those days, man. Now we're all smoking our individual joints. I feel uh, fucking so dull yeah, right it's now. A blessing, man. Got your own ashtrays and shit. True, huh? That is a trip. I actually had like at one point I had my own roller for a few. Somebody years. rolling your shit. Yeah. She's a legend. It gets tedious, man. Sometimes yeah. like you can you roll four joints real quick? I gotta go do this meeting real quick. I'll be out. Yeah, like, so I get it. It's just dope when you've like, when you like, smoking like this, but like when you started smoking real humbly, you know, and like oh, yeah. it goes up, and you can re- really appreciate it when you oh, smoke yes. after that. Yes, I can't, you know? I can't throw weed away because there's my fourteen. I always say my fourteen year old self would beat the shit out of me for fucking sure. And you don't got to go on some goddamn adventure just mission to get, to get the tents at. Fuck a, a daily mission. I've taken my dad's car when he was asleep. I've done oh, many yeah, things man. to go get some fucking weed. So out in Canada, um, so since I don't know much about this, out in Canada, you said it's mad illegal out there when you were a kid? It, it was. It was illegal. Like like New York illegal? Like this fool's going to jail illegal? For a nickel sack type of shit? Okay. Uh, definitely New York was as tight as shit back in the day. I remember my homies going to jail for, yeah, a nickel bag. Like... We never smoked outside one time in New York because, like, you literally, if you did, you had to, like, always watch around and shit. It wasn't on that level. But before they legalized it, in some cities, like, especially the city I was in, they would arrest you. 
you had weed on you and you were mm-hmm. smoking, they would arrest you for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, now it's legal, so we don't got to worry about that shit. How was that day? How was that day what? The day went legal. The day went legal? It was actually a fucking... The party day? Super shitty day for me. Oh. It was probably one of the worst days of my life, if I had to be honest with you. Why? Just because that was the day like, um, that they mandated all the stores who were open at the time to close by, to get their license and become legal. You know what I mean? So that day was actually like the last day of what I consider the best era of cannabis in wow, wow, West in, in Canadian history. Like that was a time when, you know, I, I used to work with small time independent growers that I could just go to their place, hand pick the bud sometimes, or like get, just get all the best stuff, bring it back to the shop, jar it up, put it out, you know, like prop two fifteen yeah, days, there, what we would call that here. Yeah. There was no like middleman and stuff. It was the best era, you know? So when we had to close that day on legalization, it was a heartbreaking day. You know, I spent like, Two weeks before that day, like not even sleeping because I, I couldn't decide if I should stay open or if I should close and like fight it out, you know. But I did end up closing that day and it oh, shit. it lasted for almost two years, bro, paying rent like over 8000 a month for two years. Like, well, you know, you don't have a business in there. Like you guys Ooh, can do the math. It sucks, you know, but when you want to go legal, you got to do certain things and, you know deal with certain setbacks and shit like that what level were you crushing it on prior to that with your store was it like balling or was it like a mom oh yeah it was crazy it was it was crazier i'm still really blessed for what we're doing now like the fact that we figured it out in this legal game i'm still blessed but like in the old days it was crazy man like it was wild just because people still like haven't fully come around to the legal weed concept like all the real og smokers and shit Back in my city, like they're still grabbing off their vans, you know. For sure, they're not they're not going to the weed stores yet. So it's like we definitely lost like a huge demographic of people because before I used to put so much care and like attention into all the products we were buying. Now we order things, you don't even see it until you get it, you know. Before, but homie couldn't leave until you inspected the pack yeah. under a magnifying lens. Mm-hmm. You smoked one to test the flush. You know what I mean? You gave it the full rundown. Now it's like we order things from a website. I can't um, tell how it is before I get it. So no matter what, I'm going to have to sell it. So at a certain point, even though when we get things that aren't up to code, we put it for sale right away. There's still room for error now in the legal market because we have to still sell those things that aren't dank, you know. But back in the day, it's like nothing hit the shelf without it being super, super certified dank. Yeah. I was just talking to this about Marty. Uh, I'm just talking about this to Marty. I was, uh, like I said, I used to sell weed and shit, but I have a lot of friends that own dispensaries and shops. I remember the days where some random Mexican dude walk in with two duffel bags. Like, are you guys buying today? And they just sit there and inspect everything. Like, all right, what's a little short? I'm going to knock a little off. And everybody can make money back then. Bro, that was an everyday thing. Yeah, everyone made money. Bro, people used to just pull up. You don't even know garbage them. bags, stuff yeah, bags. You don't even know. You know what though? Like I don't want to glorify that era too much. It was fun though. Because it was fun. It was super dope. But like there are certain pros of this side. For sure. You know, like the fact that people didn't give invoices and all that back in the day. And then like having to do your books and stuff. It was just a nightmare. You know, now at least like everything is on paper. So it's like navigating that aspect is way cleaner now. You know, you don't gotta worry as 
too much. Everything's pretty straightforward now. Yeah, no, I would never, I wouldn't trade it back. It was fun, but the cons are, yo, I didn't check over your nug. There's fucking mold and bud rot in the bigger nugs. I didn't break them open. Fuck. I know you've had that happen. You're like, oh, this pack is perfect. And they leave like, oh my oh, God, yeah. there's bud rot in this bitch. There's been many times you got to call home. Yeah. Like, yo, like, yo, by the way, you need to come pick this up. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way I can sell this. Obviously, we used to have the magnifying lens, so we're looking at everything, inspecting the pack. Yeah, they have that one that that is on the little table with the little arm. Yeah, yeah, that's that the shit one. Was, yeah, that shit was dope. Oh yeah. All right, cool. So that was one of my questions. And were you selling weed beforehand? Yes. So when, how long have you actually had your store before it even went legal? Man, uh, many years, man. Yeah, many years. It was a store. People just walked up. It was like just just like an LA shop. Like you can just walk up, prop two fifteen, no card. By so way. how it started back in the day, um, you know, we were one. We were one of like the earliest stores around. Back in the day, opening it up, opening up meant you were like kind of protesting. You know, like that you were like kind of like I know it's defiance, like saying yo weed should be legal. Like we're taking a stand. Back then, it really meant taking a risk selling weed. Like now, all the people that get into it. A lot, a lot of these corporate guys, like, you know, they're not, like, from the same people like us, like, when we really had to take risks. Yeah. You know, opening up shop, it wasn't legal. There was no business license for weed. You actually just had to open up, you know, and take a chance and just start selling weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was crazy, man. Trap but shops. The way we used to do it back in the day, like, everyone knows, we used to have, like, a doctor that would sign um, medical things, you know? So we used to have the doctor in the shop. And people would come in, see the doctor, they would get a license from her, and then, or they would get this form signed, and then they would get the card from us, and then they would be a member. You know what I mean? You just have to put their prescription on the wall? No, we would keep it. Oh, okay. I remember those days. We actually did things like, even though it wasn't a um, fully legalized time, we still tried to do everything by the book. Like, we didn't let people come in without doctor's notes. We tried to keep everything super medical. And then it turned into legalized now. So now we don't need to do all that. People can just walk right in and buy now. You know, they just have to have an ID that says they're 19. Being an owner of the shop prior to being legal and now legal, what do you like best? I mean, besides if money factor was taken out, do you like the structure of being legal better? That's a tough a tough call i would i would say it's better for the finances side of things like the bookkeeping and accounting but it's just man the way they have it right now like the way we order product it's just really annoying man like we literally have to just order from a website and like they only allow us to get like two cases of each product two cases that's like sometimes it's only 12 in a in a case so we're talking about 24 units so if a strain's really fire, sometimes we might be limited to 24 units. You know, like, That might sell in a day. Bro, we used to sell pounds of yeah. one strain in a day. You know, you're telling me I only got 24 units for a whole week, potentially? Like, it's crazy. So things like that, just, um, I really miss. I really miss being able to really take care of my patients and, like, to the fullest degree. I'm still doing it now, like, the legalized... It's it's still cool, but it's not where it was. Yeah, you know, I still think that it's going to be a few years before we get to that point where it was before legalization. Find a balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the thing I've I, I've noticed now is where are all the 
the like heady grower growers at? Where did all those packs go? Do you know what I'm saying? As soon as it went legal, it's like all the small time growers just took a licensing deal or something, another sure. under another name, but you can't find the fire anymore. I for me, I'm just struggling out here. I can't I found one decent, solid, flushable everything pack in a year. Yeah, I'll be honest, man. Since I got here, I've been a little disappointed with the weed. I won't even lie. I'm still Same. yo, if anyone watches this in LA, man, hit me up next time if you got like some special smoke because there has Careful, been one you're train. gonna get nine thousand people asking. <laughs> yo, by the way, yo, but my uncle, hey, just, my just cousin. Personals, I like you know, just a couple of grams or you know, oh, just, just, gotcha. like whatever. Just for me to smoke because since I've been out here, there hasn't been that many strains that I've been like, yo, I'm gonna put this in my personal. Yeah, and it's been really overpriced. It's been crazy, man. Yeah, everything right now is cust. It, it's custy city. I have been buying eighths because I can't find fucking bags. For the first time in my life. And it feels so odd looking around and seeing people buy weed. Just I just want to go to my friend's garage and buy a pound of weed right now. Like I can't no, I that aspect's missing. I've even been smoking uh legal weed lately. Me too. Yeah, there's been, I mean, there's actually is, some good legal weed. Yeah. This is legal weed, but I feel odd like well, one jar's gone, one joint. Fuck. <laughs> Seventy dollar joint. Seventy dollar joint. I was at the cookie store with my man campaign over there, and we paid seven hundred dollars an ounce for all the new cookie strains. It's cocaine prices. Yo, when you uh, convert that over to Canadian, that's almost like a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So we sixteen thousand dollars. I know you were mentioning earlier, homie had the thousand dollar zips, but um, you know, I felt like I was getting robbed, man. Yeah, I can't let anybody hold me down and go. I had to do it because we were going to a trade show and I just didn't want to take the chance of not having weed to smoke that mm-hmm. whole weekend. You made the decision. Because I heard the right decision. You know, but um, yeah, I was really disappointed. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 30. 30? Yeah. Say, man. Oh, shit, I'm 31, actually. Oh, did you forget already? Yeah. Oh, that's, I'm it started? I'm smoked out. Oh, man. I'm 31. No, I, I do that all the time. I always go 20. I'm fucking 32. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm going to throw up, man. That just hit me. Shit. <laughs> it's different, huh? Once you How start old are you? 32. I just turned oh. 30. Yeah, I'm turning 32. Yeah, I, just turned 32. I feel like I'm 25, though. Dude, I always forget. I forget. Look at me. I go 20. Fuck, man. It's crazy. Yeah, my next Time flew by fast, bro. When's your birthday? Uh, January, bro. Oh, yeah. So you're right behind me, man. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know. It's just the shit you're saying. I didn't know Canadian dudes are going through the same shit we are. Oh yeah, bro. The same aspect you just talked about all the struggles is all the shit I watch my friends do. All the fools that own shops just like just get fucked all the time. But back then, that's what came with it, man. It was sure. a risk every day. Like, oh, we got raided today, but you know, I just dumped the safe, so we'll, like, we'll open up again next week. Yeah, man. It definitely <laughs> hasn't been easy, but we're here now, so we're just trying to expand now. That's awesome, man. So THC Canada is what it's called. Yeah. Used to be called the Healing Center. Um, this is in Vancouver. Where? Yeah. At? That's the name that I love. Like that's my baby. The name, the Healing Center. Mm-hmm. I love that name. And my slogan was de- dedicated to keep you medicated. Ooh, um, it was yeah. trademarked too. So I like that shit. But um, when things got legalized, they actually wouldn't le- allow me to say healing, and they wouldn't allow me to say medicated. So I had to abandon like my two babies. Like I love those Damn. things, man. The healing center. It just sounds THC, the healing center. You know, it just sounds so nice, you know? 
Hey man, you yeah. sure you're not writing lyrics with Marty over here? Because everything you just said was bomb ass wordplay. Yeah. THC, the healing. And then said. dedicated to keep you medicated. That's that's like, that's like a now straight. Now tell him what you switched it to. Now that you had to switch it, I had to switch it to THC Canada, just to keep like what is like known in my city is like the logo, my square logo. So mm. my goal was just to be able to keep that square logo, you know. So I. I had to abandon healing and all that, but I just uh-huh. kept THC. Okay. You know, so doesn't it, it stand for the hustle continues though? No, it doesn't. Ooh, that's no? that's okay. just uh, that's some it, other shit. No, that's just a slogan that we. I thought I started it, but then I seen Juicy J named his album that, so I'm like, obviously oh, okay. people were other people were saying it, but you know that's just like um, something that kind of defines our life. Like we've been through a lot yeah, of shit. It's a mindset in the last couple of years. You know, like things that would have stopped most people's mission. You know, but mm-hmm. we always just gotta say the hustle continues. Keep it moving. Yeah, don't let anything stop you. Spencer's become this huge figure online, especially for kids in Canada that people look up to, like you, by inspiring people for fucking pushing through. From been watching them for years. That's good though, man. You started oh, yeah. that. You started that shit when you were in your early twenties, and now you're starting to see like the benefits of putting all that. Were you always work on in. social media, or did you just kind of embrace that recently? Um. I wasn't always on social media. Like I started getting into it big, more like when Dank Mart started coming out. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's pretty recently. That's like the past year. Right? I was always on it. Like, don't get me wrong, but like I've started like really noticing the value of it more, and like I've started tapping into it more and treating it more like a job now. Before Good. it was just like something I done. was just doing, like you know. With oh yeah, phone, I should post. Like, smoked out, chilling, yeah. posting dunk shots and like mm-hmm. videos yeah. of me smoking all day. You know, now it's kind of turned into something that actually. Can you turn like, your mic towards you a little oh, bit? I'm so no, sorry. You're just cutting out. Now I've kind of, um, you know, what were we, what were we talking about? Again? <laughs> well, it went from you taking pictures of your oh, weed yeah. to it being a brand. And no, yeah. So yeah, now I've kind of just realized what it can really do for you if you treat it more as a as a job. And you know, I got Schedule. a great team behind me. You know, we gotta have schedules now. Do videos on certain days, yep. you know, like write things down in notebooks. I always, mm. I'm always bugging this guy. I'm like, yo, get a notebook. Like, there's so many ideas that we yeah. have and like have to execute on. Sometimes it just it just gets crazy. But we uh, we're starting to do a really good job of organizing all that and you know trying to take things to the next level. Well, Marty sent me the page and like I said, and you know, Marty, I'd be like, oh, it was it was good, it was cool. You know, me and after like, hey, they need help. Ask him about. I love what you guys are doing. Thanks, bro. I fucking love the oh, colors. Yeah. I love the logo. I love the popping out. I love the cleanliness of each fucking aisle. Everything's put together. It looks like, hey, hurry up and grab everything you want. Let's get the fuck out of here. Because you don't have to sit there for 30 minutes and just look around. And then the social media with your, like I was talking, um, the little videos you were doing. Just packing the exotic candy. Mm-hmm. Just packing the sodas. Just packing this. It's it's your commercial for yourself and you had fun while you were doing it at your own work. Oh, yeah, it's man. a win all the mm-hmm. way around. Yeah, Honestly, it's, man, it's a genius. I biggest thing for me is just having fun with what I'm doing. So even like those videos, like I'm going to try to do things that are like, you know, funny, just showing the true me, like just having fun with what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always just try to encourage everyone out there, like try to find something that you're passionate about, that like you enjoy doing, that you can like be smiling while you're doing it. Cause man, mm. life's so short. It's like, you gotta find something that, if you think about it, how much time does work take out of your life, you know? So like, if you can find something that actually brings you happiness, it's, it's a, probably the biggest blessing. Dude, that was perfect. My, Cause my yeah. next question was, what's your advice to young entrepreneurs? Straight <laughs> and up. That's literally it right there. That's that, you know? Because, yeah, you just want to 
it's a difference when you wake up every morning and you're passionate about something mm. and the work ethic yeah it's just a different feeling like you're just naturally going to work hard for something because you're doing something you like doing it you know you're passionate about it compared to like if you're somewhere and you hate what you do because i've been there before where i hated what what i did and like it's like you know what was your first job man i had so many jobs bro did you really yeah good shit i had so many jobs man i worked at like a chicken restaurant i worked at like a sporting goods store you know what i mean i worked at like a skate shop at one time like there's just so many little jobs that i had like that i until i got to once i found weed it was just like i didn't do anything else i just went all in on weed you know i just put everything else behind me and just double down on weed you know good shit hell yeah Fuck yeah, that was my other question. It was like, did you have jobs before? You just fucking stand there, can't wait to get high. This is boring. And then you found what you did. For sure. And like, I just realized I like, um, you know, being my own boss. And I, I don't really like working for someone. That's when I started getting in the weed shit. That's what I really learned, you know? And I just um, was so fortunate to turn it into a business, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Also, I feel like, just from i've never met you before are you, i feel like you're a perfectionist i am yeah yeah okay i could tell mm. everything you yeah. saying is like that's what i tell people <clears throat> i'm a perfectionist because that's why i feel like you'll be working till one in the morning and be back at nine for sure bro right like, crazy hours man like you have to though for sure when no i first started, started i didn't even have employees you know just work every day all day open to close and like my employees make fun of me like you can ask bro here like everyone says i'm like ocd like but I think that's Good. I think that's something that's really important for stories, man, is just to have like that cleanliness and like that vibe to it, like mm -hmm. smell good, you know? Yeah. Like I, I just think all those things are huge components of like a successful store. But in know? terms of brand identity though, what I love is like you got two adjoining stores next to each other. Oh yeah, please get into this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You just nailed it in terms of they both have their own look and feel, but they go together. Like you're gonna get the people coming in for the weed and the THC has got the super clean aesthetic, the whites, the purples, really super clean. They're gonna go next door to your specialty snack shop anyway, but then it was so smart to open the snack shop that opens it up to the world, any age, make it fun. Hell it's yeah, not man. even weed based, but like, yep. and it has its own brand identity. I could do a whole course on this for school on how you executed this. Yeah. I, this I've only been watching him for like a year or two. What he's talking about is like, he's he's been expanding and scaling this so quickly. That's just been like, damn, just he keeps just rolling it dude. out. Yeah. It's just. It's the Apple store for candy and fucking that's what I look when I looked at it, like, damn, that shit is organized. Like I said, like it's organized, it's hella clean, just makes you want to go in there. Do you have a business degree? Uh no, man. I didn't last in school. Like, yeah, I got Same here, bro. kicked out right away. <laughs> this in a few months. I got oh, no yeah, degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my degrees were degrees mm. fucking learning yeah about yourself learning learning well, by making mistakes. Mm, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's so crazy. Sorry, what I'm taking away from this is People in other countries are doing exactly the same shit we were doing. Every struggle you just talked about, every perfect. Oh, I had a hell of a job. I worked in the restaurants. I worked same exact. I fucking love hearing it, man. Word, man. And seeing you and were I, successful. I'm not saying great. don't go to school by any means. School's cool. Oh, like, no, for sure. Yeah. I was just never able to pay attention in school. Like since day one, I never was able to. But I'm just so grateful I was still able to uh, be successful and do something legendary and dank without going to school. So if you didn't do this, you'd probably be working for the city or doing something or running some type of business somewhere for someone else. 
If I didn't go to New York, I don't know what I'd be doing. Mm. But I'm saying, like, I feel like with the mentality you have, you would have at least been running something else. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be the guy like, oh, bring your car in. I'll change your tire. I just don't know what it really would have been without weed, man. Straight up, man. I honestly don't know. I don't want to sell myself short or anything, but I just feel like weed was the thing, man. Like. I was just that was my calling in life. Might have been a fucking starting point guard for the Lakers or some shit. <laughs> Never uh, you know what, man? I don't think so, man. I don't think that was my calling, man. You know, I feel you. I fucking feel you. I realized that going out to New York. I, I used to be in New York, um, just like playing ball, training every day, getting up shots, working out. I'd be playing at Rucker Park, and then a dude mm. would come in. He was just selling selling weed on the corner all day. He just comes in. No practice, no nothing. He's like dunking over yep. me, like shooting threes. Yep. I'm like, all right, man. You know what? Fuck this hoop shit. I'm gonna sell weed better than all you motherfuckers out here, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Something I can man. do down here. Hell yeah, man. You know what I mean? And yeah, just weed was. I think that. I think that was my calling in life, man. It's yo. I stopped playing football. I'm like, bro, I'm not tall enough to fucking make it. I'm not 6'2". I'm a lineman. I'm fucking over it. And that's why I quit football. I was like, I like weed too much. And I'm starting to sell weed. So I'm done with sports. Straight up, man. That's exactly what happened to me. What the fuck is going yeah, on me too. right now? This I mean, is crazy. Jesus you too. Yeah. Yo, what a parallel fucking universe going on over here. Yeah, Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to our mid-roll ad read. We want to say special shout-out to one of our sponsors, Manscaped. And if you watch our podcast, you already know what Manscaped's about. And if you don't, here we go. This is the male grooming kit. This is the male grooming brand. Everything you need to make your dick not look gross. I'm going to give you a little breakdown of the products they offer. It's not just a razor. There's so much more. And no, it is not like a big razor. This thing is actually technologically advanced it's skin safe it's wireless charging it's has a light on it it's waterproof so no excuse not to take care of yourself introducing brand new to manscaped this is the body wash and it's the shampoo conditioner combo now they have stuff for the rest of your body all right this is shampoo conditioner combo and the body wash so if you want to check out any of the manscaped products go to www.manscaped.com forward slash yola or if you go in the link right in the description of this video whether you're on spotify apple doesn't matter or youtube Check that out, or it's in the linked comment on YouTube. Click that link. That's going to go directly to the discount. Like I said, if not, www.manscaped.com forward slash Yola. That's 20% off your whole order and free shipping. Guys, Christmas is around the corner, which scares the shit out of me because this year just flew by. But Christmas is around the corner. If you want to get something nice for somebody, performance package is pretty damn awesome. Thank you guys so much for supporting the people that support us. I'm going to say it every time because we honestly... We mean it, all right? Thank you so much for clicking the links. Thank you for buying Manscaped. Whether it's a gift or if it's for yourself, thank you for supporting the people that are supporting our show. www.manscaped.com forward slash YOLO. That's 20% off plus free shipping or click the link in any of the descriptions. Hey, what's up, guys? Taking a quick moment to say thank you to one of our sponsors. This is Onnit. We've been working with Onnit for a few months now, and guys, it's something that I've incorporated into my vitamins. It's just that the Alpha Brain is something I'm taking all the time. They have Shroom Tech, New Mood, Alpha Brain. They have, if you like whey protein, they have whey protein. Before I get into anything else, let me tell you exactly where to go, what to do, if it interests you at all. Go to www.onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash YOLA or type the code YOLA. That's going to give you 10% off of everything in the entire store except for the weights. All the supplements, all the gear, and like I've said before, they have some badass shirt design. So if this, just go check it out. Just click apparel and go look. And something I've never really talked about before. This is, Audit has their own academy, their own online academy where they show you, I mean, just a string of workouts. Stuff that you, for me, honestly, from experience, 
it's hard for me to think of a routine. What do I do besides like the shit they showed me in PE? They've done a tutorial for every single product they have. The kettlebells, the bars, the the ropes, every single thing that you can think of that they offer, they show you how to use. Human optimization. They're not just selling you something and go, just lift it a bunch of times. No, they're giving you a bunch of really high, high quality content just so you know exactly what you're doing and you're not hurting yourself first off and so you know what you're doing. There's lectures, videos, tutorials, everything. There's a trained professionals. Also, if you're a fitness instructor and you want to get on it certified, you can actually do that. Just go check out the website. Again, before I go, www.onit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com forward slash YOLA. Or use the code YOLA at checkout. Click the link in our description. Anything, it's always pinned in our description or pinned in the comments. That'll give you 10% off of everything except the weights. All right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for supporting the brands that support us. Back to the video. It's weird. That's crazy, bro. Oh, yeah. We're all blessed by the plant, you know? For sure, dude. I just, I love hearing someone else's story like this. It's very, and you're in the weed industry, so... You don't get a lot of this. A lot of the people that own these stores were working in finances for 40 years. And they're like, oh, I have, you know, my retirement to put in on this shit. It's not often you see someone younger actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it works. Yeah, man. For sure. Now I'm blessed. Like, um, I'm like more focusing on the snack game right now. I'm sure. kind of like taking a backseat on the weed, on all the weed stuff right now. But you still have your store going. Still have my store going, but I'm just so grateful. I have a real good team. You can delegate. You know? He can expand. He can scale. I have a scale. real good team. Yeah. I got my man campaign back there. Um, and there's a few more people that, like, because they're so good, it's allowed me to, like, step away and, like, focus on the snack stuff because my bro was the one who was, uh, you know, the man for the snack store. But then he passed away. And, um, you know, now I just feel like with what happened, I got to, like, step up. You know, so I took a, I stepped away from the weed stuff to go all in on the snack stuff for a bit. That was my brother. Like he, uh, he, he Oh, you meant your brother you were talking about. Yeah. We had the other store together. Like I wasn't even working at the snack store when it first opened. I was, cause I, I always just worked at my weed store, you know? Which you're right next door, right? Yeah. But then, uh, you know, after all that happened, it was just like, I had to focus on the snack store. Now I actually love the snack game. You know, it's really cool. It's a, it's a super dank uh, industry, and I love what I do every day. But I've also, like, never forget about the weed, you know? Like, it's always on the back of my mind. I'm always checking in with my team every day, seeing how things are going, and I'll, I'll eventually, like, get back into it fully. But, like, right now I'm trying to, like, scale the snack stores and, like, expand them. I really think, like, it's you know, so, yeah. it's really unique. and I innovating really, right now. I really think yeah. we're the best at what, what we do with the snack game. And, you know, I, I just feel like weed's kind of, like, saturated right now. You know, everywhere, it's, like, I'm still excited about it, but not as much as I used to be. If you didn't have the you regulations know? from the government and shit, you'd probably be way more excited about yeah, it. Yeah, they've kind of, like, they've kind of, like, taken the fun out of things. It's, like, For sure. You know? And <laughs> yes. It's, uh, the snack game is real cool right now, so I'm just, like, going all out on it. And it's the same thing, man. It's just how much are you get it for. All right, let's do this. All right, let's make it look cool. All right, let's make it look sick. Let's make money. Except you can it's sell to everybody. Shit. And you sell every to the kid. Like, you know, so you like soda? Bro, it's 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 mm -hmm. legal weed. I yeah. mean not legal weed and to me, because I used to sell weed. You sell so much like <laughs> cool, like unique stuff you would never specialty stuff. Is there something that 
Like, is there a couple things that like sell more than anything that's from like the nineties or some shit that we wouldn't think of? The Dunkaroos, man. That I thought oh, so. I fucking knew it. Dude. Dunkaroos. Yeah. I'm selling Dunkaroo packs like fucking weed packs, man. Mm. Like they're moving like crazy. I haven't had a Dunkaroo in so long. Yeah, man. Like Right? I know. We, as soon as I saw him, I was like, we sold playing like fire here, boy. Oh shit. <laughs> like big pallets and pallets and pallets of them. Like, Wait, you're selling shit like that out the store? Oh yeah, like no, I mean like that we we've sold so many, like oh, so your e-commerce like thousands with it and too. thousands of dunk. Is it an e-commerce business also? Yeah, we also do worldwide shipping. Yeah. That's why you were doing the little box setups. Yeah, we do that's worldwide a, shipping. That's a good Christmas present, motherfuckers. All right, surprise your friend Yo, with some Dunkaroos. www.dankmart.ca, where we uh, just bought .com, so that's going to be available soon too. But yeah, we do uh, worldwide shipping. We also do free local delivery. So we got like the Dankmark mm. cars on the road. Fucking killing Dude, it. Get God, the free local delivery. Here. Yeah. And he just opened a second location, correct? Yeah, man. And a then, second Dankmark. Yeah. In the same city? Yeah. And then we're going to open one up in Toronto. And then I'm out here in LA because I want to open it up in LA too. So I'm mm. just like out here kind of getting like a lay of the land, you know, just kind of understanding like yeah. what areas are nice and like kind of just putting the initial groundwork into That's like an expansion. awesome. I low key just want to do it because I'm a huge Lakers fan, mm. and I want to have a reason to always be down here and just go to all the games and you know. Yeah, why not? I mean, little, why not see how far sure. you can take? For it. sure. I, so I saw your store the other day. <laughs> I saw your store the other day, and this fool's over here blowing the whole spot up on ESPN. Yo, <laughs> Charles Barkley was so legendary. That was bro. Awesome, bro. dude. I don't know why I was telling my bro this other day that was like one of the pr most proudest moments of my life, bro. <laughs> like, bro. Like that's how you know I'm a true stoner. Like, to, like that was one of my proudest moments. Please, up. please explain. Please, for everyone that doesn't know what's going on. Yo, so I went to the Lakers game and it was like the first uh, game of the season. So they had like the NBA Tonight Show there. Yeah. Like Shaq, um, Kenny, whatever. Kenny Smith, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Kenny Smith, Ernie, you yeah. know, the whole crew. And, um, yeah, it was just, I was, they were doing their thing, doing the show and I lit up the fattest joint, like a uh, extra king size. And it was some super gas, like some LAOG, you know, like that, you know, that, that hybrid smoke, it doesn't really stink up the joint. It doesn't. Like that old school OG. Shit. When you light that old school OG, it really just stinks up like that skunky, like, you know, yeah. gassy, like yeah. fuely smoke, you know? <laughs> Yo, and these guys wouldn't stop talking about it on the Tonight Show. Like, <laughs> they literally talked about it for a minute. They're like, yo, I'm gonna have to God. change my clothes after oh, this. Like, shit. they're like, yo, I'm gonna have to get a drug test after this. Oh, you know, God. on the show, I didn't yeah, realize. Shaq, on the yeah, show. Shaq said this. Yeah, I watched the clip on silent. I was just looking for him blowing clouds in the back yo, because uh, you're behind. For everyone oh, that doesn't know, God. it's and outside. I kind of got into like <laughs> a little like um, argument with Shaq. And now there's a rumor Shaq's looking for me in LA what? and that he wants oh, to square shit. up with me and he wants to fight me. What'd so, you do? What yo, so Shaq, if you're watching this, I'm at, I'm down in Let's LA. Go. Yo, Let's go. Watching. Yeah. I, Let's I don't know go. if you see my story, but I called him out. I'm like, no, yo, I didn't see that. I'm like, saying? yo, Shaq, I can, I might be able to find it in my stories. I'll show you after. Ash on him or some shit. God damn. I can show you. Yeah, I'll show you. And then I just yelled at um, Shaq. I'm like, Yo, Shaq, man. If you hit those free throws, he would have had four rings, man. I'm like, yo, if you hit your free throws, we would have had four rings. Like, meaning oh, him and Kobe would have had four fan. rings. 
He looked around. <laughs> he fucking stared at me for like a minute, and then he got up and kept looking at me. Like it was, it was serious, man. Like, <laughs> I, it no, was, no cabin. I thought I was gonna have to throw it on with Shaq oh, at that moment. Shit. Loki, I never forgave That's him for legendary. what he, wow. the things that he did to Kobe after he left the Lakers. Like Damn. he made like a oh, rap you're song. You're a diehard like, fan. I'm a diehard Kobe yeah. fan, diehard Ooh. Lakers fan. I'll never forgive Shaq for what he did to Kobe, man. After that, like even though like you know he shows love for him now like i'm just like diehard kobe man damn you're a g god damn you wearing blue clouds and we're talking yeah. shit talk shit to shack and if you fucking suck at free throws oh, oh my shit. god you can hear it on tv then yeah it was dope, you can man. hear him getting shit on i didn't realize they were talking about it was it. a legendary Ooh. moment man for like me i'm just such an nba fan like to that's one day amazing. smoke out the NBA Tonight Show. That's amazing. I know it's like something so minor, no, it's, but it's, it's just, did you it's plan huge. on doing that, or was that some spur of the moment? No, shit? it was some super spur of the moment. <laughs> we just walked up, and I seen them there, and we had this huge fatty. So I'm like, "Yo, what better?" And no one was in front of them. I'm like, no "Yo, no nothing. one's standing in front of them." I'm like, "Yo, let's spark up." So I just started sparking up and doing I the camera the and then people started coming up to me like yo you should listen to what they're saying he's like yo Shaq said it smells like Snoop Dogs back here oh shit and then we were just man. laughing and it was just a funny moment that's man dope. that's amazing that's bro. fucking I'd dope. be so hyped what yeah, are you talking hyped, about man. you know some stoner shit just hyped <laughs> no, on that's that that's exactly you know? what it is it's <laughs> oh, stoner yeah. like that was me my weed's uh, fire yeah like you know when you're a, st- a true stoner like when you smoke, you you want people to say you smell like, like you're like, yo, dang. that guy reeks. Like, yeah, that reeks, man. That's that good shit, yeah. you know? Sometimes. Like, sometimes. Yeah. Not, nah, bro, it's not me. Uh, I'm at the airport. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The airport is the one excuse. Other than that, yeah, I love yeah, smelling yeah. like weed. Uh-huh. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't care anymore, man. Yeah, when man. I was a kid, the, I did. The airport, though, yeah, man. Definitely want to get some fresh clothes on before you go there. You know Kobe was chuckling somewhere off in paradise, like this hell, motherfucker. Hell yeah, man, <laughs> bro. So Shaq's trying to fight you. I'm so excited for you. No joke, man. Like I'm ready. <laughs> That's man. scary. I feel. <laughs> I see him out in LA. <laughs> I know what you. Hey, not me. No, I'm, I'm just playing. Not me. Just but playing. I'm just saying, if you really had to fight Shaq, just go for those the knees. Ankle pick him. Yeah, just go yeah. for those knees and run Sweep away. Sweep the bro. leg and shit. Sweep the leg and run. Yeah, man. I don't know what run. I would do. Obviously, it's not looking good for me in that. <laughs> but uh you know let's go it is what it is (laughs) you've had an epic fucking trip god damn yeah it's been a dope trip we went to vegas man oh mj bizcon how was it it was cool man it was definitely like a lot of growing and extract uh extracting shit but like it was still cool to network we met a lot of cool people there and like um you know it was dope getting home was hectic (laughs) when we got there too like because i went to the lakers game first we drove on the road right after to Vegas and I ate an edible before we left. So when I got there, I was so high and it was mm. like 4 a.m. when we checked in and then like, yeah, we sold your room to someone. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I had to go in a whole different room. It was like the shittiest room ever. And then man, on the way back, I was telling this guy for like a week before we left, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, figure out a way home. How we can get home, man. Damn. We were fucking sitting on the side of the road. Our bags are like trying to call people. All these services were like, yo, we can't do it because it was EDC weekend. Oh, oh my god! I went to call it. I went to call it Uber. It was like two grand instead of like three hundred bucks. So yo, so me and this guy, <laughs> we called this. This guy found a bus that was in Vegas. It was like yo, 
one of the most grimiest buses. And wow. then they stopped in this place like two hours from Vegas. And this guy Googles it when we're there. It's like the highest crime rate in all the fucking uh, in the United States. What we're, city was he's this? Like, he's like, yo. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> he's like, yo, get off the bus for 20 minutes. We're like chilling there with all our stuff. I'm there with this fucking... I'm there with this white boy and shit. I got my chain on and shit, you know? I'm like, your ass to get stabbed, bro. <laughs> but it, it, it was cool. We just smoked a joint, man. I was just laughing. It was Hilarious. just funny, man. It was just a funny experience. The you bus was packed. The, like, the Lakers just game. riding back. It was just Damn. like, it was just a funny experience. Like, we just made it to the bus within like one minute. Uh-huh. And like, it's cool because, like, you know, nowadays I've been blessed to have made like a little bit of money. So I usually now like travel like in nicer means and like, you know, like so nice ways and stuff. So it was fun. <laughs> it was like dope to like go back to the days, you know, like yeah. being on the bus. Like like when I used to be in school, I used to always take the bus places like, you know, go visit new cities and shit. It was cool. You know, it was just a cool experience. I was just sitting there like laughing super high on the bus. Like, you know what? Like it was hectic. We had to like rush all over town to make it. We just made it, but it was dope, you know, and then. We got back to LA, came here, and now we're here. <laughs> hmm. I love that. It sounds like trains, planes, and automobiles. Oh, yeah. The yeah, fucking yeah. movie. It yeah. was an adventure, man. Bro, I think it's funny you go from exotic, dope ass fucking Laker game, uh-huh. fucking with Shaq. Yeah. To, to the bomb ass fucking Las Vegas, to them going, sit down outside. Uh-huh. And then you get on a shitty bus. The shittiest bus. Oh, yeah, man. It was, it, it was dope. And it's like, good. It's a good. It's a great you know what the cool thing is? I was telling Junior over here. I was just telling him, I'm like, you know what I'm proud of is like, we just laughed through it all, you know, like yeah. all these curveballs and like things yeah. like we just kept smoking and laughing through it all. Like no matter what, like we never let anyone ruin it for us. We still had an amazing time. You know, we just like, I feel like sometimes you just got to make the best out of all these little situations, you know, because sometimes I feel like uh, we stress about shit that's not really that worth stressing over. You know, sometimes Definitely. we just got to step back and be like, yo. It's not really a big deal. Let's just figure this shit out. Yeah. You know? And just smoke a joint and laugh. Almost always. You know? Most things in life. Yeah. Just smoke a joint and laugh. Straight That's up. all you could do, man. You're driving there all stressed the fuck out. You're trying to speed. Stress kills you, man. Yeah. Straight up, man. Stress is like probably the one of the worst things you should always try to avoid. Yeah. You know? Like, tr- like I feel like there's too much stress around. Just need to step back. It's in a lot of people's daily lifestyles too, with their jobs, like getting there stressful, being there stressful, going home. I don't even like to say the word stress anymore Mm. because I feel like you're just putting that out there. You know, man, I'm gonna say he might be the chillest motherfucker I ever (laughs) met in my life. Oh yeah, man. (laughs) I don't even say the word stress, man. Uh I don't smoke it. Yeah, I knew exactly what talk about. I consider that like a swear word. If I hey, don't say that, man. Yeah, man, don't say that word in my house, man. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't even want that shit around me, yo. (laughs) You know, like, the shit I've been through this year, like, for me to stay in this, like, happy zone that I'm in, like, you gotta gotta do a lot of shit. It takes a lot, you know, little things like that. And just, like, being uh, choosy with your energy and who you, where you're around and shit, you know? That's my biggest thing I've worked on lately is people around you really do fucking rub off. Like, people's energies and vibes are real. And you only have so much time in the day, man. I've, I've I've realized now that I'm on a schedule with everything, you have to be choose your time wisely. And who do you spend it with? You know who my favorite person to spend my time with, and I do spend more time with than anyone, 
is my dog. I just straight up like like to work and go home and smoke weed with my dog, man. He's the most chillest, coolest motherfucker of all and time. And if he can man. just talk, he's the oh, come on, he's the coolest dude of all time, yo. <laughs> and like straight up, man, like that's who I like spending my time with, man. What kind of dog do you got? I have a yellow lab. Nice. He's just the coolest, well, cool ass dog. Yeah. Of all time. He's just like he likes to smoke yeah. weed and shit. Like, oh, he's one of those dogs. Eat CBD and shit. He's a cool <sighs> dude. He likes, you know? you know, my dog smokes weed and shit. He's got like a whole personality. I love it. What's his name? His name's Harlem. Because I used to live in Harlem in New York. Nice. So I, you know, gave That's him that sick. name. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, honestly, like, I, my bro, like, my bro was the only person I ever hung out with, you know, for like the last 11 years or whatever. So after he passed, man, if it, if it wasn't for my dog, man, I don't even know if I'd be here today, man. He, like, the, it's crazy what dogs can do for you, bro. Like, when, especially when you're going through like such a emotional, like depressing, like time in your life, a dog can like actually lift mm. your spirits up and like, you know, make you laugh sometimes and shit when like you just like feel like crying and like you're crying and shit. Like a dog can do things that like no one else can do. Mm. A good dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Straight up, man. Man's best friend. Yeah. Literally, yeah. you just said it. My Straight lab up. that I grew up with was that to my dad while he was dying. Where it go? Yeah, like no, for I know exactly what you mean. He worked in my weed store too. Like, he's a cool ass dog. He used to serve up bud for people and shit. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck. No cap. Just man. walk on two legs. Yeah. Holy shit. He used to serve bags for people, man. In his he, mouth. People used to walk in the store, and his paws would be on the counter like this. Like he'd be like, "Yo, like greeting you." Like he was an Stop. actual bud tender. It's wow. fucking you know? amazing. No joke. People would come in the store and be like, yo, is Harlem working? And then we'd be like, yo, he's not in today. And then yo, be like, yo, Harlem. we're going to come back tomorrow. You know? Wow. <laughs> yo, That's we only come in when the dog's working. I've been to a lot of dispensaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never got served a sack by yeah, a dog. They still do, yo. He's a legend, man. He's a legend in, in uh, that neighborhood, man. Damn. Yo, Canada. I want to go to Canada, bro. Their dogs fucking sell weed out there. You guys got a mascot, active mascot, employee. I love this. This is amazing, bro. He was actually on the payroll and everything. Are you fucking with me? Oh, okay. I thought you were dead fucking serious right now, man. You got a brand deal. Holy shit. Wow. He had benefits and all that. That's hilarious. Yo, I love this so much. And now I want to go to Canada. I really want to go to Canada now. It's not that far. From here Mm -hmm. to our flight. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I was talking about driving. I always say Toronto to me is like the cleanest, nicest, biggest city I've ever been to. Like a clean Manhattan. Vancouver like that too. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you, fam. Yeah. Vancouver? What'd you say? Vancouver, is it like as like clean and fresh and modern as Toronto is or seemed at least? Dude, back? it's way cleaner than Toronto, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to do some research. We're a million times cleaner than Toronto, man. I've only seen Dudley do right. I he's swear like, to God, that's all I know about Canada. I don't know. Yeah, the, he's all I know about fucking Vancouver and fucking Pau Gasol and shit back in the day. I don't even know. Oh, he never played player. for Vancouver, man. Oh, I'm sorry. He played I for Memphis, f- bro. Oh, God. Come on, well, man. They, they were Vancouver. Yeah, they right? were right, Vancouver. There was a connection. You know Memphis I mean. stole Vancouver Grizzlies from us. Yeah. They robbed us, man. Damn, but Powell wasn't up there? Wait. That was one of the biggest a robberies. A team left from your town to go to Memphis, Tennessee? Who the fuck wants to go to Memphis, yeah. Tennessee? You know what, man? Anyways, fuck the Grizzlies, man. <laughs> we Lakers <laughs> on this side, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Let's the go. Grizzlies, man. Fuck Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> man. 
Yo, this is an avid basketball uh-huh. watcher right yeah. here. Bro. I like this. No, this is great, bro. Yeah. He's going to be on the cover of fucking Slam Magazine talking all this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yo, you know what you should do? Like, Shaq, I'll let you punch me if you can make uh-huh. three fucking free throws in a row. And then I'll shoot. And if not, I get to punch <laughs> you in the man. stomach. Yeah, but you hit you know, the six man? for bong first, Shaq. I don't want to go through yeah. any situation of Shaq punching me, man. No, I would hurt yeah. No, he's I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. If I seen Shaq and he really wanted to square up, I'm probably fucking run. I'm probably out of there. Yeah, man. Run. straight up, man. I'm not gonna lie to anyone. Don't prove yourself to like anybody. I'm some tough guy. Nope, man. Anytime you try to be that guy, it always goes bad, man. No, I'm yeah. like, all right, Shaq, I'm out of here, man. Could you imagine? <laughs> I can. I would just leave. I would just run. Yeah. <laughs> Under yeah. something I'm like yeah, uh-huh. get under here. Like running from a T Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. I just get in a tunnel somewhere yeah. and that fool would have nah, his arms gotta, trying to come in. You gotta go double tasers and you just look like you're double tasers. Yeah, that's your only chance. Straight up, man. I'll call an Uber and get the fuck out of there. I'll call an Uber and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Fucking baby D his ass until the Uber well, gets there. Ass cloud in his face. Yeah. Come on. Just smoke weed? You could blow a fucking cloud in his face. Yo, sorry, yeah, pull out a fat blunt. Like, yo, you smoke? Oh, no. bro, I'm sorry. I'm imagining oh. you fighting Shaq, and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen it's in my life. It's a cartoon. Yeah, I can see it. And it's not even real. Sorry, Shaq. <laughs> Come on the podcast, though, Shaq. Let's clean the yeah, shit up. <laughs> sit, sit a little back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, I would tell yeah, him Kazam should have got an Oscar, mm. and then they would have thrown everything off. Oh, yeah, he'd have been like, what the, what the fuck? He'd be like, even yeah. I know that's not true. Said, He's talking bro, shit. Yeah. Your album should have got a fucking Grammy, bro. <laughs> that shit was snubbed. I will Shaq say, Shaq Fu though. was better than fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. Mortal Shaq Kombat. Fu. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, gotta be honest, though. Now that you bring up Shazam, I was mad poor when I was a kid. So when those hamburgers fell from the sky, I was like, yo, if I, that shit happened to me. <laughs> Do you remember when he's like, I wish for hamburgers and pizza, and it all just starts dropping in? Bro, that's the only mm. part of the whole movie I remember. I don't remember shit about that movie. That's the yeah, only fucking part. I don't think I actually saw part. anything about the poster of it. Maybe. I watched I it. played Shaq Fu. I played the fuck out I of it. I never played that, though. Yeah. I never played that. Man, I got it the same day I got Boys to Men, Cooley High Harmony, my first CD oh, of damn. all time. Damn. this guy's really... Yeah. Marty's, Marty's about it. Was it the first CD you bought or the first CD you got? What's the first bought. CD you got or bought? That was probably my... I don't know. That was my first CD. My first real cassettes were All Eyes on Me, Crazy Sexy Cool. Nice. My cousin gave them to me. That's what I had first. Yeah, yeah man. I grew up yeah. on cassettes, too. What's the I'm, first thing you ever bought yourself with your... Because, you know, when you went with your own money to buy something, that was your fucking CD. Tupac, All Eyes on Me. Let's go. Nice. The double, the double disc. Yeah, yeah. It came with two cassettes at the time. Yeah. My mom had that one. The first thing I ever bought with my own money was Bloodhound Gang, Hooray for Boobies. Shut the fuck up. That's a good I album. remember those guys. They had <laughs> Yo, some funny songs. Their actual oh. music is great. What was their main song, though? It was the uh, Bad Touch, the Mammals, the doing... Yeah. Remember? Tom Green yeah. shit, right? Or whatever? Uh, they, I remember that. I would say Bloodhound Gang has an extensive CD collection you guys should all check out. But the first he ever got was Please Please Me by the Beatles on my sixth birthday. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Good shit. Good shit. Thomas yeah. K-Bop on fucking doo-wop and shit. Yeah, my mom's always playing Tupac and shit. Tupac or Big, or uh, no, sorry, ODB. She hated I miss those days, man. I miss burning CDs. Oh, yeah. I never, I never figured it out. I just had my friends do it. I, I couldn't do it. LimeWire downloading songs and shit. Did you listen to like completely American music coming up? Because, I mean, I know you had Cardinal Official. You had some Canadians. 
Man, yeah. I wasn't listening to no Canadian rappers going okay. on, man. Yeah, I figured. I was listening to all American rappers. Yeah, I figured. I was so influenced by, like, you know, by the States growing up. Yeah, we're like a couple hours away and shit. For sure. Know? Yeah. So influenced by New York rap. Like, that's actually why, like, I ended up going out there. Was because I had better situations, like, to play in, like, other places. But it was, like, Delaware or, like, Idaho and shit. And I see oh, New you, York. You were you that good at basketball? They were trying to tell you to go to school. No, it was like smaller schools. Like, but still, like you're yeah. good enough. Like, yo, well, you should go to the school and play basketball. Yeah, yeah they were junior colleges. I'm not gonna fucking lie here. Like, I no, that's was, not good. Martin yeah, did the same shit. Words. That's exactly what he did. But uh, well, and then I ended up going to New York because I'm like, yo, that shit looks so dope. Like in all the movies and yeah. all the rap songs, like Jay Z, Nas, and shit. Like, you know, so just it was dope. How about can I get like? Top five albums from like '96 to '06 coming up. My top five albums of all time. Fuck, that's tough. Even just top, like what comes to mind? Coming, like what comes to up. mind, definitely Tupac. All eyes on me is up there. Like the first one you got, damn. Like um, Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt mm -hmm. is one of my favorite albums. Nas. Illmatic. Mm. Marty don't hang out all the time. <laughs> you guys are the same fucking person, different hat right now is what I'm saying. You guys are talking about this. I know Marty well. You guys are so much alike. It's yeah. fucking killing me right now. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. That's this fool. Sorry. To me. And then I'd probably say Nipsey Hustle, the Crenshaw album. Uh -huh. <laughs> you too? That's yeah. his favorite person of all time. Yeah. Word, yo. Me too. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, no, no yeah, joke, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll be, I be straight up honest, man. Without Nipsey, I wouldn't have anything, bro. Mm. Like straight up. Oh, mentality. Yeah, man. Like he, uh, he was so instrumental in my life. Like, just like when from when I first got his album, I was one of the first hundred people to get his album. Oh shit! I you got it, that one. Yeah, I have it framed in my house. Like, you got one of the hundred dollar albums. Yeah, like Damn. it's framed in my house. And uh, Damn, you talk about that often. That shit changed my life, man. That was like the Bible. You know, like, it like gave us a lot of game and like... Blueprint. Because when I first got kicked out and like first started getting in the game or whatever, getting in the Wii game, getting to understand it, um, people weren't really telling you that you could do like this legendary shit and like set up businesses. Like the people that were around me, at least, they're all like idiots that were around me, you know? But then when you listen to Nip, he's telling you like, yo, you can start a business from this if you save your money and don't spend your money foolishly. And like, he was telling you all these things that no one's really telling you, you know, like not even in school, they mm -hmm. tell you this shit, mm -hmm. you know? And like, so without him, like, I don't know if I would ever have that, like super, super inspiration to like do all this mm -hmm. shit that I'm doing. He, he like kind of like helped me find it within myself, you know? So I always say that like without Nip, I don't know if mm -hmm. we'd be here today, mm -hmm. which is crazy to say. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy to say to pe it sounds crazy to people that don't understand the influence that positivity can really bring. Because he's one of those artists that you are with for like you know many what, phases of their what life. He just said yeah. you have told me before. Yeah, yeah, which is unfucking real. Yeah, you literally talk. It's a mirrored situation mm -hmm. right here because I'm. Marty have said the same well, shit about it was, him. It was like for me, like me and my brother growing up and shit. He was our guy. We always listened to together and shit. But then I kind of, when I stopped rapping and shit, I was kind of fell off even listening to rap for a while. The first couple of years I was out here getting into heavy into podcasting and comedy. But then when he died, it was like, snapped me back into my fucking self in some weird way where I was like, 
I don't know. It just reminded me of who I was and made me inspired to want to inspire people. And like, made me want my own shit. I was working for so many other people. I was like, I need my own fucking shit. That's what's next in the long term. So it was like his death had a big impact on just making me hungry again. Because when I stopped doing music and got into podcasts and comedy, drastic graphics full time, I didn't have that like burning confidence I had in music. I'm never, I'm never like, I'm the best graphic designer all fucking time. Yeah. I didn't have it like that. You know, it's, you know, it's wild for me, yo, like the three people that I've mentioned in this, um, podcast, the three people that like really changed my life, like my brother, Nipsey and Kobe, mm. they all died to me within one year of each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I lost all the three people. Like obviously my brother, I loved the most. I love my brother more than anyone in the world history, like more than even my own blood anyone you know and then like i love kobe and, and nip like they were my brothers you know like i had like i felt like i had a real connection to them just how much you know i watched them and like how much they inspired and motivated me and just to like lose all three of them in a year like it was fucking heartbreaking man like now we got a mural of all three of them in, in the store you know but it's just like just those three just like really inspire me now and motivate me to keep going on days when shit's like feels a little hard, you know? Yeah. For sure. Cause it does get hard. Shit's real and life is real. So yeah, for, for you, that, that is a big hit, man. That's crazy that all that happens in what your 30th year. Now you feel like a fucking adult while, you know while he's blowing up and realizing his dreams though. Yeah, man. And it's, you're on the path, man. That, you it's know what I'm saying? Crazy. Obviously my brother's passing was like, you know, the, the biggest, but, like, still, like, all three of them, like, when Nip died, like, I actually felt like I lost a family member, you know? And when Kobe died, it was just, like, it was, like, the couldn't fuck? breathe, you know? It was, like, the most saddest shit in, of all time. like For sure. You know? But just, like. I remember I was sitting for both of them. It just reminds you, life is short. Be grateful for every day. You know what I mean? Don't let the small stuff weigh you down. Don't let the, like, don't sweat over the small stuff and stay happy, stay laughing, keep it moving and grooving. Mm. Smoke some good weed, enjoy every day. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Sound yeah. bite right there. Yeah. I love that. Well, I thank you for fucking coming on here. For real. For everyone at home, you're fucking welcome. This is the fucking episode that we needed. Hell yeah, man. This is the episode that a lot of people needed to hear. You know, you're saying, it inspires me. It just makes me feel like I know. You are becoming something like that for other people. It's a blueprint. Like you said, it's a, it's a blueprint. It's the template of you can be cool, happy, and still be successful by yourself. You know what I mean? Like on your own terms. You don't have to Straight go. Up, man. You don't have to work. I used to work at the pizza spot, McDonald's, all the shit. And none of it was mine. You know what I'm saying? It's not yours in the end of the day. Well, for sure. And that's that's a big part of everything I do. Like I just want to inspire people to do what they love to do, whatever it is. You know, whether that's like opening a restaurant or like being a website designer. Just like I just feel like, man, everyone should just try to find something they like to do, you know? I honestly think that's like one of the biggest blessings in life when you actually find that thing, you know? And it's rare that you get to make money doing exactly what you want. And then if you can make money off it, then you're laughing. Yeah, then you're you know? smoking weed, fucking with Shaq <laughs> in LA, talking <laughs> shit to Shaq. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, life is super blessed, man. I, I, I'm super grateful, man. Fuck super yeah, grateful dude. to be here in LA. Yeah, man. So what would be like, I don't know if you look this far ahead, but like 
if everything were to go correctly five years from now, what would, how would it roll out for your master plan of what you got going on and how you keep scaling your businesses? Um, I think it would look like a bunch more of Dank Marts and THCs together all over Canada and in the States, you know? And then I want to sell out and then I just want to chill. <laughs> fuck yeah straight up man i want to sell like I'm, you can get the 100 mil you know that yeah like you can get i'm trying to get them yeah. m's like yeah. you know i've been approached sure. man like i've been approached to sell the stores so many times but you know i bet it on myself like even though the talks were like in the millions like yep. saying no to a million like even a million when you're like you know 29 like, you know it's fuck yeah it's it's hard man you know what i'm saying but I'm betting on myself one day, hopefully, that it can be more than that. That's why I'm doing all this work now. But, you know, I'm 31. I've been on this grind every day since I was damn near 19. So, like, yep. let's go. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like one of those old people that, like, say, I'll never retire. You know, like, I'll retire in a few, mm-hmm. like, four or five years. Yeah, if the, the money's right, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. I've already badass. given 16 years of my life to yeah. this game every day. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go chill and, like, it's, That's you know? a different path in life you sign up for. Oh, yeah. Because the average man signs up for, well, I'm going to have my weekends. I'll get out at five, and they'll have me for the rest of my life. We sign up for some a, a different path in life where it's like, I'm going to oh, give sure. my every waking moment to this so that I can chill in the back half of my life. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, not just talking, I've been doing this last 11 years like a few hours here and there like i'm talking 24 7 25 8 yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah sleep's non-existent sometimes man you know, damn near like all my relationships get messed up just because i'm always working you know it's just like it's crazy but i mean that's what you're here for so when you're 45 you go fuck yeah i've been sitting for five years and i'm rich as fuck that's the whole goal because when you're when you grow up poor you just want to go can I just buy you guys houses? You guys are chill. You guys are chill. You're chill. I'm going to go fucking lay down. Finally. No, for sure. And I was blessed, man. My fam was like super hard working and shit, you know? So they were doing their thing. But I was just blessed because my fam was so against weed. You know, they were like the biggest weed haters in the world. You know, they thought weed was like smoking crack. So I was, it's crazy, man. I ended up, like I didn't talk to my mom for like two years yeah. after she kicked me out. And then we ended up opening a store. And then she came and she was proud as fuck. And then she ended up making edibles for my store. Let's go. Her 360, her turnaround or whatever was one of the biggest turnarounds I've ever seen in my life. She ended up making edibles for my store because after she came and checked out the store, she's like, yo, she's seen a documentary for it and she's seen like kids were getting cured and shit from it. So she's like, yo, I've been getting lied to about weed my whole life. Oh shit. Like this shit is actually pretty cool. You know, like it's not super bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, yeah, she ended up making one of the most famous, popular edibles in my store history. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. She Love ended up getting, that, man. She ended up getting so mad at me, though. She found out how much I was selling them for, and she stopped making them. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. We, me and my own mom got into fucking beef in the week came over. She used to make the dankest banana bread, yo. And, like, people used to, like, line up early in the morning for it outside our store. We had two famous edibles at our store that... This was before back in the days when you could make your own edibles, you know? We had a medicated Jamaican patty. Oh, damn. And we had this medicated banana bread. These two things, like, people used to line up outside our store in the morning to make sure they got them fresh, you know? It was just, like, a legendary thing. And then they stopped all that, so now you can't do that shit anymore, but... Shout out to your mom. 
yeah. That's tight, Hell dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so where can everybody find you at? Where can everyone find me at? They Social can find media me at- wise or uh, your stores in Canada. Yeah, yo, you can find me on Instagram, Snack Bundles. We'll 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 uh, link it. Hell yeah, and then um, Dankmart uh, on Instagram, D A N K dot M A R T, and then for my cannabis store, THC Canada, it says THC Canada. So you can find me on all three of those, and then it, you can link to the websites. You can order um, snacks worldwide. Dankmart dot C A dot C A, and we just bought Dankmart dot com yeah. as nice. well. So soon when you type in dankmart.com, it's going to go to wow. the main website. Um, so you can ship to the States. Yeah, we ship worldwide. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. saw the stuff, you guys. I know it's sugar. I know I get it. But come on, bro. It feels like some of the shit you have in there, I feel like a little ass kid. Like, like collectors. Woo, it's like a collectible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got some. I'll ship you guys a box, yo. I'll ship you guys a box. Nice. Fuck yeah. We'll open it up and we'll eat it on the show. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing this is this is cool this is a the positivity path is is so less taken you know what i'm saying you don't have to shit on everybody to be successful you just got to work fucking hard and keep doing what you're doing so yeah good you know, shit bro yeah if i had if i can just say another tip it would just be stay humble you know like yeah. treat everyone with respect that's like one thing that i've learned is just that like you gotta treat everyone with love with respect doesn't matter if he's you know a janitor or if he's like you know, some big boss, you got to treat everyone and it'll take you a long way in life. Just being humble and showing everyone love, you know? Yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, on or off camera, guys, by the way, be nice and cool to everybody, whether, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just do it for fucking IG. Like, yo, here's a fucking homeless guy. Here's Bro, some money. Up. Some real shit. So, no, it, it. that's why I fuck with Marty so heavy. He, same yeah, shit. He's a good dude. Yeah. Shout out to Marty for getting me on this podcast, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, it just came together. It was random. I was in the airport on my way back from Nashville. I yeah, he told me. Town. I'm like, man, let's fucking do it. Good it time. Perfect great. first yeah. guest of the season. So many of my followers were um, super like hyped that I was doing this. You got a lot of Canadian fans. and Hell yeah. Shout out to Canada. I'm just grateful that I came here because just walking in that hallway, I was telling you this earlier, I'm just so inspired and I'm so motivated just being here in that hallway, like what you guys have built with that is super inspiring. And like, it's going to really motivate me when I get home to get on my grind and like go hard with my YouTube. Yeah. Good you shit. And anything you guys need, you Hell know, yeah. tips, help, fucking some structure or whatever. Hell yeah, bro. Feel free. Appreciate that. For sure. Thank you so much for Thank being you, on the show, man. man. I don't, Guys, I don't even know how long we've been on here. I have no idea. About a, about a buck 20. Oh, good shit. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, uh, dankmart.ca if you want to check that out. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for chilling. Thank you for the uh, the um, stash jar. Appreciate it. I'll pop we'll a picture of it. But thank you for all that shit, Talk too. To you, and we got you before you leave the hole. Just give me your size and we'll walk through the warehouse. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate you. Marty, you got anything else? I'm just so glad we're able to make this happen. We got the Canadian connection. The Canadian connection. Woo! I like that shit. First one. I knew people. You know what I mean? I wanted to make. I knew our fans. Like, it's just so in line with our fans. This is perfect. This interview. Exactly. It's, it's, 
Because it's about weed, but it's about entrepreneurship, and it's about that's why I was more excited. I think it was a legendary talk. Straight up, I like that, bro. I I really appreciate you talking about everything. And then, thank you for being vague about the weed thing. Because I've had somebody go, "Yo, bro, should I have said that?" Like, I have to go back and cut it out, motherfucker. (laughs) Damn. So you, you're cautious, just like me. So good shit. You know what, man? Two people these days are like so opposite of that. Everyone wants to just like. Talk about everything, you know, and like put their all their business out there. Some things you cannot say. Yeah, let's just, yeah. I'm I'm old school, man. Yeah, some <laughs> things. That's why. That's why Bob has a mask on. Some things are better left unsaid, and some people's faces are better left blurred. Straight so, up, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys. Uh, I'm fucking high. Sorry, I'm. Uh-huh. Thank you guys so much for watching. This has been episode two, season two of the Dope's Usual Podcast. Have a dope ass day. Woo, I'm girl. fucking high, bro. Woo. That was a great call. Loved it. I don't even remember what we talked about. Yo. I'm fucking high. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank Again, you, bro. Appreciate it. It was an honor to be on here, man. Good shit. Thanks.